I mean, it is wet. I just got out of the shower. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today we've got a check-in. Yeah. If you listened to last week's, it was a long check-in. Very long. But it was all the recap. Yeah, like all the books that we had read, not anything that we're like currently reading or anything. So that's what today is. Yay. Well, I've got one and a half-ish books that I'm currently reading. Nice. And I say half because it's from the library and I haven't started it yet, but got it. Yeah. You know, it was like a Libby barrage, so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you want to tell us first what you're reading? Yeah. What you've been up to, what you're doing? Yeah, so um, I was listening to A Clash of Kings, which is the second Game of Thrones to kind of recap. Um, but I didn't listen to all 36 hours in time, so it's back on hold. Apparently, other <laughs> oh, no, else. you didn't have 36 hours to complete <laughs> this book. Um, so it's back on hold. Maybe, I mean, because of the House of Dragons coming on, I think people are now getting back into the Game of Thrones world, so that might be why that it's on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, like, audio book that I was listening to. I actually really want to listen to um, Jean- Jeanette McCurdy's. Um, I have that one on hold at the library. Yeah, I bet that one um, is going to be a long wait just because it's really popular right now it just came out and i haven't heard anything but good things about it mm-hmm. I and I think I, when i things. started i was like 111th in line yeah so i figured that one maybe i'll just use my audible credit yeah. for it she she narrates it right yeah i think so yes. um i started 110th and i am 45th in line nice and- your library has acquired 15 additional copies. I like that. That's what they were telling me. Like, I think that's why all of those books that I had on hold became available so quickly. Is because I kept getting notices that were like, your library gained this many more copies. And I was like, okay, but I adjusted my schedule so I knew when I would get these. And now you're telling me they're all ready. Yeah. And I'm not ready. Um, one of the books, and I don't remember if I was currently reading it, like... I don't think I was, but before we went on our, like, little hiatus, but The Woman of No Importance, which is about the spy um, from World War II. Remember you taught or mentioning it. Yeah. I just could not get into it when I was on vacation, so I have kind of put it off to the side right now. Um, I, like, returned it to the library because it was a ebook. And I created, like, a little Goodreads, an additional, like, little spot that says, like, save for later, and just put that book in there. Oh, nice. I never thought about doing something like that. Yeah. You could even do, like, a DNF one, like, book set to show, like, yeah. I used to, yeah, I used to have, like, a, like, a challenge that I had copied from somewhere. Yeah. But then I realized, I was like, I don't want to read the majority of these books. Yeah. So I just deleted it. Yeah, so I think um, that's kind of on that. Just I wasn't in the mood for it. It wasn't something 
I think it's a I think it's gonna be a very interesting book. I just it was not the right time for me. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Yeah. Um so then the book that I picked up at the on the ebook list of a thousand books on hold was The Maid. Um, oh, I saw you reading that. Yes. And it's all right. The main character's a little different. She's a little weird, a little quirky. So I don't know how I'm going to feel about her yet. Um, it's by Nita Prose. Um, but it's about a girl that works at a the Regency Hotel. So it's a really fancy hotel. Um, she's a maid there. Her name's Molly. And one day she's going through her rounds, going to clean up. And she goes into, like, the really nice suite where, like, because you get, like, returning customers at this hotel like and you get like high class customers and she finds the husband dead in his bed yeah and so that's kind of I think the book just goes over just a week like I don't think it I think that's how long the book is is a week um but she's she's a little weird in the fact that like so she called downstairs she was like hey call 911 I found Mr. Black dead or whatever and then, like, she was just kind of, like, over. Oh, she was, like, all right, I guess I got to get back to work. Like, um, like when they went to, like, interview her, like, the investigators, she just was, like, okay, whatever. Like, he was found dead. Like, you know. Like, oh. Yeah, like, it was just another normal Monday. <laughs> and so she, there's, like, little weird things like that. And I don't think it's because she's guilty. I think, I do think that's, like, her personality that she's just, like, like, in the story, like, her grandmother died, and, like, the next day she was back at work, and her boss was like, what are you doing uh-huh. here? Yeah, like, you should be grieving and stuff, so she's a little different, so I don't know how that's going to play into this book, so we'll see. That's similar to what I'm reading now. I started it because my Libby books were ready, and then I've got, I got, like, 10% through it, and it was like, Babel is ready. The burning god is ready. And I was like, come on, guy. Everybody's so, obsessed with Babel right now. But I'm excited to read it. Um, that's the one that's my my half-ish book because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I finally kind of am getting into It's called Winterset Hollow. I'm kind of getting further into it. So I'm like, okay, I can I can get past my mini slump and get through this mm-hmm. and then jump on Babel. Because if it's yeah. anything like Poppy Wars, it's going to be a quick read for... Or, like, I'm going to go through it quickly. So, are you going to read Babel before you finish Poppy War? Yeah, because because the Burning God popped up, like, a day after Babel. And I was like, okay, I can't have You this. definitely can't so, have both. So, I just I punted it again. Yeah. That's funny. But said Hollow took me... It's, like, about... There's this author who wrote this, this book or this series of books about the, these, like, animals... And they're kind of like, it's kind of like Winnie the Pooh, like, they've got Barley Day, and they're celebrating this feast, and they're coming together, and there's, like, poems throughout, and there's this rabbit, and there's, like, a small group of people who, this is what they grew up with, this is what they love, and so they get an invitation to go to the island where this author's house was, and when they're there, all of a sudden, this, like, they realize the animals are real. Oh this author wrote about this because he he had basically rescued these animal like these animal characters mm-hmm. from dying 
um, during like the United States, like westward expansion. And he brought them to this island and wrote about them and stuff. And but it kind of it kind of implies, at least according to the synopsis, like obviously the animals don't want to be hunted, but they're going to turn around and hunt the human guests. Oh. I think is what the implication, according to the synopsis, is. I, I've just gotten to the point where they're like... Are you reading Animal Farm? Yeah, I know. Where it's like, <laughs> here are these animals. And the thing that's bothering me is that everyone there has just kind of accepted that these animals are real. Like these yeah. animal, anthropomorphic animals. Uh-huh. And I'm like, nobody is sitting here questioning, like, <laughs> you guys, this is weird. We need to leave. Like... <laughs> There's always that logical character that should be there that's, like, questioning these things. And there is one, because he was like, I didn't read this growing up. Like, I'm not a reader. But he's just kind of like, let's make the best of it. (laughs) This is weird, but, you know, like, there's this old dude scotch and wine here, so let's drink. And I'm like, why is nobody (laughs) concerned about any of this? Like, I would be like, hey, thanks for your, like, either I would think... I fell down and knocked my head so hard that yeah. I'm in a coma or I'm like hallucinating concussion, something like that. Yeah. Or something happened and everybody's high. Like everybody's <laughs> on drugs. That too. At <laughs> no point would I just be like, this is fun. Let's do this. You know what? You know what? I and, like where we're at. I'm not questioning and the, it. And the main character, like they kind of allude to this, like his childhood and his, like his childhood growing up. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, like rough or a little bit different and so he's got a different connection to these characters and this writing author than everybody else does but i'm just like why would you i don't (laughs) like my reaction would be like hey i'm just gonna go chill on the beach till the ferry comes back yeah (laughs) like this is weird i gotta go i gotta drink some water i gotta do something right helping sticks and like he gets there at one point and he's like oh there's there's the little frog that's the chef and the little frog is like, here, try this thing I made. And he just eats it. And he's like, this is delicious. And I'm like, what? there was no point in your mind where you're like, I'm, is this poison? Is this drug? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Like, so when I'm receiving um, food from a frog. So I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's kind of lost me there a little bit where I think if I had that, like, like you said, the straight laced character. Yeah. There's uh, always one. There should always, well, I think there should always be one. I think so. There should always be one too, but. That I'm kind of losing it for, but it's it's picking up, so I'm hoping it kind of yeah goes somewhere eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What's it called again? Winterset Hollow. Okay. <laughs> Someone was like Westwick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and then I also started Seven Days in June. Oh, nice. So. I'm not very far in it. I only read it during like my like 30 minute lunch breaks at work. So I haven't had a chance to just like sit down and like and immerse, my, yeah, immerse myself into it. Um, so, but yeah, those are like the two main books I'm reading right now. And then a girl at work um, gave me her copy of The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley to borrow. Oh, nice. So that will probably <laughs> be, yeah. That'll, so then I can take that one off a hold at the library because that was one of the long holds. Um, so I'll probably read that one after seven days in June, maybe. Um, but she like handed it to me. She's like, can you read this fast so we can discuss it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I can. Currently reading two books right now. Got it. <laughs> you know, it happens. So, yeah. Um, so 
those are like that's kind of currently where I'm at with my books. Um, I started watching The House of Dragon. I only watched one episode so far. I um, I've caught up bits and pieces of it. I really like I, it. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. But... Yeah, it was kind of just good to be back in that world. Matt Smith is uh-huh. a great was... actor, but yeah. man, does he look like a doughy poo bear yeah. he's not attractive <laughs> no not as this character at all um but he yeah and it tells you like at the very beginning of the first episode it says like this is a set 172 years before Daenerys mm-hmm. so you kind of know how far and where that lineage and stuff starts to begin and stuff but I watched the first episode and I really liked it I just and I got so like I binged Game of Thrones. So I think I started binging it when right before the last season started. Mm-hmm. And so I had a lot to watch real fast. So now I kind of want to go back and like take my time with it, especially now that I'm like reading the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just remember enjoying it so much. I I got through maybe. I don't know if it was the entire first season or through a good chunk of the first season. Mm-hmm. And thinking like it's very like the sets and the like, costuming, like mm-hmm. all of that, and the acting's very good. I, for whatever reason, just couldn't get into it. I think with the first season, because I can agree with you, especially with the first season, that it's it's pretty much dead on as the first book. It is, yeah. But I feel like not a lot happened in the sense of like the battles and the war it was a lot of setting up everybody and getting the care getting to know the characters and everybody going their separate ways and so there wasn't a lot of just like until the very end right until like Mm -hmm. the main thing happens but so I think that season one it I couldn't binge that season like I was like one episode at night and I'm good but I felt like once you start getting into the battles the fights the the fighting for the seven kingdoms like that's where i felt like i was like okay we're in it this is it and so i think that first because that's kind of how the first book was i felt see i really the first book made me want to jump into the second one the oh first, yeah i mean it the first does. season i was just like i have no desire to move on yeah i mean i definitely agree with you on the first book it definitely gets you into it, but again there was no there's no big battles or anything it's you are just meeting your characters and stuff like that I would say I think the most that happened was like with Daenerys like where she's like I think that big storyline was huge in the first book but I feel like in the first season we don't see a lot of her no so but yeah so I'm just excited to be back in that world I wish she would um maybe not do that and (laughs) finish the series the spoiler alert that i've heard is november 2023 well i remember hearing like december 2021 but i mean like (laughs) since the pandemic like i think like this is a because i don't think he since the pandemic he has never confirmed a date like he's never said because we all know how long it takes him but for some reason i feel like November 2023 was actually a doable thing, at least for him. But now that he's back into writing this TV show and stuff, 
we'll see how much that helps. Because I remember hearing something where his his publisher and editor and agent were telling him, you have to stop going to conventions yeah. and write your book. Like, you have to yeah. stop doing this and write. And personally, I think it's, he gave a small ending to the show, and so now he has no interest in finishing it. Which I think is unfortunate. And I think that's unfortunate that the show, like, I just feel like they could have, instead of squeezing everything into that last season, they could have easily made it into two seasons. But I think that was also the actors. Like, I don't know that the actors were also willing to sign back on because it no, is a lot. I, I had read that it was the writers who didn't want to sign back on. Yeah, like, whatever it was, like, so he kind of had to give them what it was. Whether he gave them the full truth, I doubt it, because I think he's come out and said it wasn't, but, I mean, it I, I'm just convinced that he's never going to finish it. I mean, we'll find Either out. Either he's not going to write anymore, or he's going to die before he finishes it. Both are very capable things that could happen, which is unfortunate, because people have been waiting a really long time for these last two. Yeah books i think it's been what 10 years since the fourth the fifth book came out i thought dance with dragons came out a little bit more recently but i can't yeah i don't remember but yeah so that's what i'm currently watching i finished up another another uh teacher grooming a student documentary i don't know why i'm on that so much lately but uh, yeah this was the hulu freeform documentary called keep this between us and it was actually the woman um, who was talking about her past what happened to her in high school and stuff she it was little elm high school which is right here like i don't know maybe 35 minutes northwest of where i live now Mm -hmm. oh wow yeah um if even that like we considered looking at houses in that area um, and so she, she was talking about like when she was 15, 16 ish years old, it almost, it's so wild. It almost followed my dark Vanessa exactly the way she was like, I was in his English class and he kept telling me like how talented I was. He gave me Lolita to read. He started like, and then she talks to another girl, another woman who the same thing happened to her and hers was almost the exact same story. Like. From another, like another district, another teacher, and then um, another woman down in Florida who, because the other two teachers they weren't allowed to name because they never brought charges. There's nothing or anything like that that brought. But this woman actually not only brought like there's criminal like the teachers facing criminal charges right now, and she also successfully school sued the school district for not protecting her and being ambivalent towards her claims. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's all the same story. Like, I, don't, I mean, started giving me special attention and almost like, almost always they were like English teachers who were like, Hey, you should read Lolita. Yeah. You know, this isn't our exact relationship, but it's similar, right? Like it's, it's, it's almost like these guys have a script. It's so weird. And then during the documentary, they're interviewing this other past teacher who was friends with the, the other teacher and he was like, you know, at first he's like, so many of us want to form special relationships with our students as mentors. Like we want to mm-hmm. help them achieve their dreams. We want, you know, a positive, we want to give them a positive experience in high school. And it's this 1% that ruins that for everybody else. 
And then, like, two episodes later, it comes out that he was having an inappropriate relationship with a former student, and he was, like, suspended. And, and I was oh, just like, my God. what is happening? Like, he was the Spanish teacher, and they started showing texts between him and, I think, like, a recent former student. And he's like, you know, uh, Spanish, there's a lot of nuance. So when you say... I love you using this phrase. It's more like, I love you, friend. I love you, buddy. But when you say te amo, it's much more romantic. And I never said te amo. And I told Jay, oh my that. Gosh. I told Jay that. And he goes, that's not a thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it was just like, oh, my. I can't believe. I can't. That's funny. Well, I guess. No, it's not funny. The, his excuse. It's not funny. It's yeah, just, the, the excuse like of one te amo. Point, at one point, the the administration was like, we're hearing rumors that you're having sex on your desk, like your office desk. And he wasn't like, absolutely not. That's inappropriate. Like, but, but his excuse was, look at my desk. Look how dirty and messy it is. This is my organization system. I would never screw that up. <laughs> it was like, how about you would never have sex with a student? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you would never you... ruin your organizational the system. The reason I'm not having sex with students is because my desk, okay? Because my desk is where I need to keep things oh. super organized, guys. Jesus. I was like, good Lord. It's so disgusting. It was, it was, it, it, well, yeah. It's, but they, they interviewed some very, like, interesting experts who discuss it. And um, so, it, I mean, it was a good documentary, but. Yeah. What was uh, my dark Vanessa is not a true story, right? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I was like, I don't think it was, but it's interesting. I remember the uh, the author saying or writing in the beginning of the book, like this is a lot of people are going going to get think that this is my story, that this is a fictionalized account of what happened to me, and it's not. But it happens enough to where this is the story of too many other girls oh yeah well is she the one that somebody accused her of stealing her story Mm -hmm. and i'm like like you said like and then again you watch this documentary and you realize they all have the same script it's all so similar it's interchangeable like that's what's so sad is this a fictional story that she wrote anybody could claim that it was their story yeah yeah and a lot of them, like the um, the main woman doing the documentary, she talks about similar to, again, My Dark Vanessa, how she was like, we tried to continue our relationship after I graduated and I got too old for him. Ugh. And she's like, Ugh. oh, no. Um, Dance of Dragons or Dance with Dragons, July 12th, 2011. Dang, it was, it was 12 so years 12, ago. 12 years, that's insane. Why, do I, why did I think that that came out? Re- I don't know. You know, I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, I don't know either, but I mean, I don't think I thought 2011. No, I thought that, that was like back in, when we were in Lubbock together. Yeah. And so that's insane. So yeah, that came out a long time ago. And I think that's also why people are very um, annoyed and all those things. So... But yeah, um, and then I think I mentioned last week when I went to that cat bookstore. I almost said cat museum. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did I mention the book that I bought? 
I mean, girl, you may have. That was the longest upset in my life. <laughs> I know. I, I don't even know what I talked about. I don't think I did because I think we were strictly like focusing on what books we read. Um, but I bought The Christie Affair by Nina de Gramont. Gramont. Um, I think it has. We did a not talk about this. It has a beautiful cover. Oh yeah. And if you can see, it is a Reese's. A Reese. Not one of the ones. Choosing, but okay. Um, and this is about. I think it's it's definitely fictional, but it's it goes into when like Agatha Christie like went missing for eleven days. Oh yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that yeah, she just left and then came back. Yeah, this one is. Um, this is about Miss Nan. And how she like became a part of their part of Agatha Christie and her husband's life, and then she, this Nan lady became her husband's mistress. Oh. Um, so I think it's more about that. I don't know if it will go into the if it's during when she goes missing. So I don't know, or if it's just strictly about. Her affair. Her affair. But I do know there is a book that's a fictional book about those 11 days that Agatha Christie went missing that I also want to read. But I've heard really good things about this one. Nice. Yeah, so I was like, well, it's a local bookstore. I don't usually spend um, full price on books. I try not to. I think it's a little yeah. ridiculous, but... I was like, I've been wanting this one, and I was like, all right, I'm willing to do it. Sometimes it just makes sense. Oh, goodness. Okay, so yeah, I think I was wrong. I don't think this is about the 11 days at all. <laughs> I think this is strictly This is about actually here. about a woman. This is actually... <laughs> Names. Is... <laughs> I think I thought it was about the 11 days. But I think this is about this affair more so. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I read it. How about that? Just, just hit me up with the plot once it's done. <laughs> once I actually know what I'm talking about, that'll be next week's episode when I actually go into detail about what this book is about. If I ever make it back to a trivia night at Pluckers, I'm going to try to convince everybody that our team name should be Nagatha Christie. Because that's one of my favorite jokes from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I feel like people should do that. I feel like people would be on board. Because it's it's set up as, like, Linda keeps nagging at Bob to do something. He's like, you know what? You're Nagatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> and then just keeps coming up with names. That's funny. But yeah, that is my week since we had our two-hour discussion last week um just the maid seven days in june and then hoping for uh a clash of kings to be back <laughs> how many hours did you get into it four <laughs> oh <laughs> so not i didn't do very well <laughs> i didn't do very well i i'm very mad at myself that i didn't take advantage of being on vacation like, 
during the day because I had to stay home. How's your foot? Days. It's it's getting better. I still haven't seen the orthopedic doctor yet. They're not answering my phone calls at this point. That's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, like, you don't answer our call once. You know what? It fucking heal by itself. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Um, so like during the day, especially because I had to pe- pick up my niece and nephew from school in the afternoon, like I didn't venture out too much. So like I didn't, but I didn't take advantage of like reading and being at home and like I, I wish I would have I mean I did finish um the story life of AJ Fickery but besides that like I just didn't take advantage of like just like the time get, of, yeah. yeah yeah and getting some crunch time in and like making a big dent in some of the books so I wish I would have kind of done that because now I'm like well now I have no time to read right now so that was like yeah. that's the only thing but it's fine it's fine it's fine I'll have to just do that 24-hour readathon or marathon, whatever, in uh, December when I have Christmas break or whatever. I so badly want you to do that, just because I don't know how it is. <laughs> you know what would be fantastic is if, like, I did it, but, like, the next day we have to record, so then you can just see the aftermath and see if, like, I'm, like, coherent and even You're know what like, I read. <laughs> if I even know what I read. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I wish I would have just taken advantage more of being on vacation. But it's get that. It's fine. Fine. But yeah. Are you reading? Or, I mean, are you reading? Are you watching anything fun? When's Cruel Intention? Cruel, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Cruel I think they yeah. said. I thought it was like 2023. Like it's. Or like late this winter. Fine. What am I watching? What am I watching? I feel like I started something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Listen. It's, it's, you know what? You know what? Figure it out. We'll talk about it next week. And I'm assuming, like, in two weeks we can do seven days in June. Yes. That's okay. Because I should be... I should be done with that. Um, but, yeah. I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else? This is a short one. Yeah, I mean, again, once you discuss two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there was more that I was, oh, I can't. Is there something creepy I was going to talk about? Creepy? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> think about it. And we'll, did, I talk, did I talk about how I watched the black phone? I don't think so. So, if I don't know if you remember, but there was, well, it used to be called 20th Century Ghosts, but I think it has a new title now. It was a collection of Joe Hill stories. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think the very, it was the very last story. It was called The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. And it was about this kidnapper going around grabbing, they called him the grabber, um, kidnapping, like, early high schoolish boys and there's the main character and his sister and he's he's taken and so he's taken to this guy's basement and there's this old phone on the wall this black phone who the the kidnapper is like don't even bother it doesn't work like the cord's been cut whatever Uh well he starts receiving phone calls from the past victims who are giving him advice telling him different things to do 
and it'll and his sister meanwhile um has like like premonitions she's got some like sort of psychic ability happening and so she's she's getting visions of the boys and clues to what's happening and who's going where and having these dreams um and it was very good it was very suspenseful it was one of those things where it was the nice mix between like ghost spooky horror and then like yeah thriller like real life horror pushed together and they adopted it and Ethan Hawke plays mm. the the kidnapper. It was very well done. I really enjoyed it. Well, especially because it's a short story. And I'm assuming this movie's at least an hour and a half, two-hour mm-hmm. movie. I think it's about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. So to be able to turn a good movie out of a short story is pretty impressive anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks terrifying in the trailer. I I think, again, it had a good mix of a little bit of ghost stuff, but not enough to where, you, like, you would be like, absolutely not, I'm not watching this. Yeah. Um, it was very well done. I really, really liked it. I keep recommending it to people. Mm-hmm. So. But I think, you know, that might be the only thing I have to add. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I wonder why he changed the title of his collection. I don't know. I can't even think of what it is now. Let me see if I can find it. I remember because you chose it for our book club. Yeah, because there was a prompt about a collection of short stories. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I remember that. And I remember that particular story. I think that was one of the ones that really stuck out. So. Yeah, because there's also that weird one where everybody's playing cards. Yeah, I, mean, I, could, I could never figure that one out. <laughs> Oh, man. I might have to just, like, read that particular story again, the black phone or whatever, just to get, if I do decide to watch the movie. I do remember the other story I remember is um, the Last Breath story, where the museum of the... Um, guy who goes around and collects the last breath of people who died. So he has like Marilyn Monroe. Like he's got all these famous yes, people. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Ugh. Remember, like, that was another one I, re- I actually really liked from that. Yeah. Uh huh. I think, I think what was good about that book because it is a collection of stor- short stories, like, that made for a really good discussion because everybody had like their favorites or whatever. And I remember that playing card one could just, it still confuses people. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, trying to read something else about it. Like, can somebody explain <laughs> And everyone's just like, no. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. All right, well, maybe I'll save it for, like, some spooky October time or whatever. That's exciting. It's pretty good. I Like I said, I enjoyed it. It might be a good one to read with your mom. I mean, watch with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, sit down. I'm going to read you a story. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I officially can't find the new title, so maybe That's... I am making this up. <laughs> also, I think Stephen King has a new book out. Fairy tale? He, yes. I've been seeing that quite a bit. So. But, yeah. <sighs> Goodness me. Joe Hill also did wrote the Lock and Key graphic novels. Ooh. 
comics and I thoroughly enjoyed those and the TV show like the show on Netflix was it was decent it wasn't enough to make me hate it but it missed a lot of stuff and can't remember his name but the guy who did all the artwork for it did a good job too oh nice I know I still haven't read a graphic novel yet I bought one the the March volume one um but I haven't had a chance to watch that or watch Jesus to read that (laughs) I'm losing my mind today guys sorry (laughs) but yeah um if there's nothing else Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter, reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Stop.